Hello and welcome to another podcast from Bertie and Paul. Uh, how you doing, Bertie? No bad, Paul. How's things? All right. Yeah, very well. Yeah, very well. Nice. Well, it's not as warm in Dublin as in Glasgow. I think the ah, it's good. We're getting it's getting good days in it at the minute. Past three or four days, been absolutely brilliant. Great weather. I always know it's good weather because I phone my dad and my dad in FaceTime video. He's like, look at, look at the blue sky. Look at the blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he always has his like, sort of, his spring jacket. My dad's got a jacket for every month of the year. But I think it's definitely spring jacket now. Ah, uh, is his spring jacket on? Light, light, but still firm. <laughs> you know that way? And also, it's still got that chance of a... Uh, ah, uh, shower or rain. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure, I mean. Even though yep. it's a blue sky. Ah, that's it. Technically only allowed out for <laughs> an hour. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we have our, our, our special guest on as well, uh, Prima Donna, Corporate Steve. He's <laughs> <laughs> got to his 55 minutes. 55 <laughs> minutes to get this call working. But he wanted to do it. And also, uh, just a just a disclaimer as well that me me and Bertie were doing a deep dive into the into the stats of the podcast, and uh, it looks like both Stephen's episodes have overtaken anything that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we had to wait fifty five minutes for him to, to get on. on yeah, get him on. Hi, hi is, that, is that purely? Hi, and thank you for having us back on. But is that purely just down to me listening to, to it, or <laughs> <laughs> in the shower? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're honoured to have uh, Corporate Steve back. Uh, Corporate Steve, who <laughs> who uses the, these Zoom conference calls and Skype conference calls on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said to me the other day that he said look Stephen on these calls man he just puts his post-it notes up and you can't see that he's looking at the post-it notes that's what he said he's like you have to try aye. that one Paul I'm like, aye Stevie's all over it post-it notes post-it notes and zoom can he beat it eh no can he beat it <laughs> so how, how are you Steve how are you getting on Apart from having about a 50 minute uh, technical problem, uh, I think you, you referred to as a slick Steve in, in, a, in a previous podcast, and that's definitely <laughs> out the window now. Um, yeah, but apart from that, I'm doing very well. As, as Bertie mentioned, weather's been great. Um, just been out, outside um, enjoying the garden, and uh, yeah, it's been actually not too bad, so it's good. Thanks again for having me on. Very quick question again. The you, you growing grass? Have you got a grass? Have you got a lawn? I can't remember your house. I, I haven't out the back at the minute. I haven't. No, out the front we've got a wee bit of grass, mm-hmm. but at the back I haven't. But it's it's. I'm going to re-alter my back as soon as this lockdown's finished. I'm just going to rip it all apart because it's doing my boxing. Aye. I thought you said your garden was easy. Would you tell me at the start it was an easy? Ah, it's easy maintenance, aye. It's but the, the front garden's no bad, but the back garden just needs ripped apart. Okay. Well, I'm I'm growing my own grass. Just now I'm growing grass. I'm not growing my own grass. I'm growing grass. It's <laughs> good <laughs> to sell it and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a keen baker. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm doing my grass at the front again. I'm trying to get it growing. But right. I became totally, I just, I'm addicted obsessed to it, I'm just it. obsessed with it, yeah. Uh, I wake up at night time, like, come on, a wee bit more water. 
I'm determined to do it, but it just looks awful. But I keep Maybe the fluorescent lights, maybe the fluorescent lights get them. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you not remember years and years ago uh, one of our uh, uh, one of our good pals uh, John, John McGonigal his neighbour used to stay up at house parties at his house and he used to look at the window at four o'clock and there was some guy out with a hose at four o'clock hosing aye. down his lawn that's right aye uh, and is I'm that get, that's you I'm getting close to it <laughs> <laughs> the optimum time to walk on your grass Right, well, I'm just thinking I might stay up. Well, obviously I've got to stay up for four hours editing Stephen's uh, Stephen's podcast. So <laughs> I might go after this and uh, <laughs> so, a lot of watering. So uh, we we were given, yeah, I suppose like we, we we thanks for everybody for listening again. We really appreciate our guest our guest Steve coming on. Have you get post-it notes on your your screen now, Steve? <laughs> I have a deed, yeah, just for my name and, and, and <laughs> a couple of Dundee. How, how to watch Skype? <laughs> it's always good. Skype for dummies. It's always, it's always, it's always good better when somebody starts to call with you and says, "I'm really sorry, guys. It took me 55 minutes to go on. To be honest, I've done nothing." <laughs> okay, okay, Steve. <laughs> I've got a few Dundee United facts to throw in and that's about it I think oh, that's good that's good so we've done nothing that's great <laughs> so I want to well, I sent you an agenda but I, I can't be bothered with it now I'm too, I'm too giddy Steve's here uh, words in the, the press pinpointed crisis recalls makes a star commission this is the sort of stuff we're getting now in the Daily Record and the Sun yeah uh, also we're getting uh Ollie, Ollie McBurney wants to sign for Rangers, Bertie. Ollie McBurney, yeah, wants to sign for Rangers. I, I want Ollie McBurney to sign for Rangers. Aye, I'm good. It'd be handy, aye. <laughs> Honestly, good. I don't know where they get that from. Uh, Hadji, just a quick fire round. Who's Hadji been compared to nowadays? He's been competing. He's better. He's better at yeah. this stage in his career than Messi and uh, who was the other one? Is there was two names mentioned? Ronaldo. <laughs> Was it Ronaldo? Was that the other one? Was it? At this stage of his career, aye. At this stage of his career, he's better than Messi and Ronaldo. So he's getting and he was getting linked with Man City, Real Madrid, and that last week. So what a player Rangers have got in their hands! What a player! Big Ek, Big Ek today as well came out and he's back in Hearts for. He's back in Big Ek just appears. It's this big picture of Big Ek and he's back in Hearts for reconstruction. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> See all this reconstruction stuff, really? Oh, here we right? go, here we go. When it comes right down to it. Why, I mean, understand understand the reconstruction thing for, for, for maybe for Partick Thistle, right? Yeah. Understand that, because Partick Thistle are, what is it, a point behind with a game in hand? Yeah. Right, you're, and if you're they won that... Fan. You're a big if fan. If they won that game in hand, if they won that game in hand, then they're no, they're no in the relegation place. Yeah. And they've played like the same amount of team games as the teams around them. But Hearts have won like four games all season. <laughs> so why are we restructuring the league for Hearts when they're absolutely rotten? Well, Willie Muller said, when you start a football season, there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers. Exactly. Like pure Stark. I know, well, but he's, but he's right. He's right. He's 100% right. <laughs> But it's just because it's just because the lady loves Bill Trace, because the lady loves Anne Budge. Everybody loves Anne Budge in the media, isn't it? 
That's why Anne Bodge is heading up the task force, and that's why Hearts aren't getting relegated. Co- because co- everybody loves Anne Budge. Co-chairing. Do you know? Did you see? Did you notice today? Did you notice today who left the committee? No, no, no. The no, panel. No, no. She didn't. She didn't leave. She she pulled out, Barry. Ah, she pulled out. Ah, she pulled out of the committee. She why pulled did, out of the committee. Why did all she was endo with the Leanne Debs up? Why did they always do that? <laughs> why did they always do these things? Every time you see so, so Leanne Dempster pulls out, right? But the thing, the thing, the thing that I'm, the thing that I'm looking at you here is right. You didn't have to say that again, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate the point. Yeah. No, but the thing is, if Leanne Dempster's not in it, did you see who they put in in her place? Yeah, St. Mirren. The St. Mirren chairman, right? So you look through, you look through the whole panel, right? The whole fifteen named panel, fifteen clubs or whatever it is. Yeah. You've got Airdrie, Air United, Cove Rangers, Dundee. Did you see who's on it from Dundee? I think you'll be getting some snidey looks, won't you? You have some, you have some girls. It's John, it's John Nerlands who's yeah. on it from Dundee. He's sorry. on the panel. Sorry, he texted and bud. Sorry. Aye, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh City, Falkirk, right. Morton, Ackies, Hearts, St Mirren, Partick, Queen's Park, Wraith Rovers. And a representative from the Highland League and the Lowland League. What is the point? <laughs> what is the point in this task force? Really? Well, if you're going to restructure, uh, you if you're going to restructure the league, do you not need do you not need the biggest names in the league in it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, it might not affect him, right? But in the grand scheme of things, because they're always going to be in the league. But surely mm-hmm. they're they're the, they're the ones that run their club the best. And they're the ones that are the most successful. So therefore, get their ideas, get their viewpoint. Be, be all be these clubs have got all these clubs. I mean, no, no, no disrespect. These clubs, are, <laughs> these clubs are all over the place. Every one of them is all over the place. Well, uh, well run, uh, well run clubs, we well run a, clubs. But Barry, we need a, we need a, a strong hearts. <laughs> I don't know what we need a strong hearts for. Hearts have been murdered for about the past ten years. Ten year. The other, the other thing is, is that a lot of these clubs might not be around. No, this is the thing. This is the thing. But according to according to Stevie, according to uh, Gary Deans, the Falkirk chairman, mm-hmm. Gary Deans, Gary Deans wasn't in, in uh, any need of the money. He wasn't in need of the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't in need of the money. He just wanted uh, he wanted reassurance and player contracts and what would happen with player contracts. At the end of the season, Falkirk are very a very well run club. They don't need the money. He's furloughed everybody. I think that's what he's done into. He's furloughed everybody, so they don't need any money. If you've got guys like Richard Branson walking up, running about with the, the begging bowl, you know, looking for cash, Falkirk and all these clubs, then they're going to they're probably not going to last a week. Well, but this is the thing. Every every club, I would say, just about every club on that list have furloughed all their guys. Mm. So they don't need money. Yeah. But yeah. that's that was that was Michael Stewart's point, wasn't it? And Tom English's point. We need the money, we need the money, we need the money. And then the, the, the Dave Mc, Dave McCormick, the Aberdeen chairman, mm-hmm. said he'd be as well going out and setting fire to a million pounds in the car park every day. <laughs> he may as well. Well not every every month. Not every, every month, day. sorry, every month. 
<laughs> Aye, that's what he said. Every month I'd be as well going out and setting fire to a million pound in the car park. <laughs> to be honest, he is paying Sam Cosgrove money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a pure cliche joke there as well, but I'm real happy with that. You see that what happened there? Did you see what happened there? Corporate Steve brought in Richard Branson. Do you see that? Ben? I that's, see that, yeah. That's the reason why more people are listening to Stephen's uh, discussions. <laughs> but it's just on the Richard Branson thing, I mean, I'm not, 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 I don't want to steer it away from football, but these guys like Branson, you, you studied them at, at college, at uni, and they're like, oh, these are really smart guys, you know, and all that stuff. And then when push comes to shove, you know what I mean? They're like, right, he's money. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. So they're not really that great. Anyway, that's 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 me sort of going off. That's See, um, that's the difference. When you get you get that rounded London experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Stephen's head hunted by Virgin. <laughs> we just want to discuss this with you. So, but yeah, so... So let's look at the what do you call it the, the, the Saturday we had uh, we had a full three part I mean a three part interview with Tom English and Anne Fudge and Budge yep so that's from that's what I'm saying what, what, what is it what's the now you were on the other week there about mm, cliches yeah Anne Budge is a Anne Budge is a, a media darling <laughs> yes <laughs> unprecedented times she said about ten Aye, times unprecedented yeah. Also, she said, she said that she said, this is just a temporary, a temporary solution. We're going to have a temporary solution, temporary solution. And she says this about 10 times, right? And then Les Gray comes on <laughs> Sunday. He's like, no, you can't get into these things with uh, preconceived ideas. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, but Anne Budge was on a three-part interview yesterday telling us what was going to happen. <laughs> By the time she'd done the interview, that loads of people were the chairman, like, no, we're not dealing with them, we're not reconstructing, because Anne Budge is seriously just telling everybody she doesn't want. The, the thing is, see if you're running um, a task force, right? You 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 go away and you you go and you know decide with your task force what you're going to do, and you know then come out to people and talk. They haven't even had that discussion yet, and they're all running their mouths off. It will never yeah. work. It will never ever ever work. I won't. No way. Absolutely no way. No way 15 people on the board. 15 people? <laughs> also, 15 people? Also, Betty, I was I was reading something. I was doing stuff for this. For the, Scot- the Scotsman said, or the Herald said, that if UEFA say, look, that say, say if they say, right, call the leagues, and the leagues are called, then in the, the sort of memorandums and the, the, the laws and stuff like that, Hearts won't get to vote in the top league. I seen that. I seen that. Yeah, I read that as well. So how Aye. funny would that be? A championship be a club Brody. United. Oh, I see you later. But the other, the other thing, the other thing I picked up from the Anne Budge interview was uh, Tom English asked her about uh, if she was going to talk, if she was, if she was going to seek legal advice if they decided to call the leagues and Hearts were relegated. And she said, she said, uh, yes, I would be, I'll, I'll be seeking legal advice, right? And then yeah. later on, in the, later on, I think it was later on in the call, she said, no, so, sorry, hold on, I get this right. She said she was going to seek legal advice, right? And said, definitely, I'm going to seek legal advice because if we go down, rules have been broken here. Because you need to play a 38-game season and rules have been broken. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you haven't played 38 games. 
Then fast forward five minutes, right? And then Anne Budge says, I mean, we can't treat this as a normal situation because it's not a normal situation. And the rule, you can just kind of sort of throw the rule book out the window. And you're like, what are you talking about? What not? But this is this is what's heading up the 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 task force. The, the game's going to hell on a handcart. The fan budge is holding holding the reins. Honest to God, man. But also, she's heading it up. Also, she also hearts. They're, they're leaning on teams like Rangers to do, but they're not gonna they're not gonna vote. Rangers are not Rangers are not going to vote to play Celtic twice a season. No way. No. No. No chance. No chance. No. So they're going to leave her. Who else is going to vote for a bigger expanded league? Nobody. Nobody. So do you think? Do you think? Do you think the likes of Motherwell, St Johnston, Kilmarnock? Do you think they want? Do you think they want less games against Celtic Rangers? No. No. Because that's their, their income stream. Yes. Yeah, so nobody's going to vote for it. So she can do what she likes for the next three weeks. Aye. Nobody's going to vote for it. But anyway, Dave, I thought I thought Dave Dave McCormack was really funny as well. The one when he was talking about uh, Neil Doncaster. Did you get into that bit? <laughs> Neil Doncaster phoned him up and says, "Listen, it doesn't really your vote doesn't really matter anyway." <laughs> so just send in what you want because <laughs> your vote doesn't matter anyway. We're in discussions with Neil Doncaster all the time. We talk to Neil. We talk to. Such and such, we talked to the player. We talked to Neil all the time. We wanted to see if we had an opportunity to vote for our own stuff in the own league. And Neil just phoned up. I, and you hear Tom English. So Tom English is, you've seen Tom English's weaknesses as a journalist. So that was one of those things where Cormac's telling you stuff. Right? It's like it's like one of your mates is telling you a story. And it takes time. And he thinks to and he thinks to himself, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, but he hadn't thought to himself yet. So the, what they should have done was, like your mate's telling uh, you a story about something, he does, he does it to dancing, and he's, he's he's done something to dancing, you're, think, you're thinking, geez, oh, he's going to tell, say he did such and such. But you just let him talk. Just let him tell, tell, Aye, tell just the story. Just keep your powder dry and let him, let him carry on. Uh, go into the toilet, have a giggle, then come back out and listen to more of his story. Let him relax in the, the situation then you take the mickey Tom, Tom, Tom English was all over him he was like so you mean to say that in a vote at quarter to five he was aye. like this will be back page news tomorrow morning like what aye. a thousand people have died in Scotland you know what I mean but no no back page news and, oh. I mean come on he, he, he was sounding kind of flutty but as well didn't he he was just like uh, he'd done the interview but he's like oh, why am I doing this Aye. The thing is, as, 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 as me and you are just now, Betty, we're just so happy you, you've taken time to come on the show, Stephen. I <laughs> 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 they say all the guys. Just happy you've taken the time. I know, aye. <laughs> Stephen's lined up his virgin, his virgin cheers just now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you stayed at his island, Stephen? Have you stayed at his island? He's put up his island as collateral for the the begging bowl, but Have you I, I mean, there, no, no, I haven't. Of course, I haven't. <laughs> Nectar Island. <laughs> so, but, um, did you so how do you think it's all going to happen then? What's what's I mean? What's the sort of a jumping a couple of steps ahead? Is it you know? Is it just going to fizzle out? Well, I mean, the question is: is will we celebrate Celtic winning the league in isolation? 
Uh, when, when is the UEFA meeting? Tomorrow? Well, there's one tomorrow. I was looking up the website. They've also, there's a couple of... See, the thing is that the, the English leagues are looking at the, the, behind the doors, behind closed doors. But actually, if you read some stuff and listen to some people about it, what you've got to do is you've got to isolate the team plus broadcasters. Broadcasters plus everybody's got to isolate. And you've got to be tested all the time. Yeah. It's 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 tough to do. It's a real and it it's what what they're trying to come up to is is all the effort worth a foot game of football? And obviously they've got seven hundred million quid or whatever. But you look at the effort involved and everybody being tested, and also there's football players now saying we don't want to play. Aye. And then this this August league that the Daily Record talked about, this beautiful August where everybody plays. Well, every player out of contract can hold a club to ransom. You say, well, yeah, I'll play, but you have to give me double wages. Or else I'm not paying. Aye. So uh, you've got all these stuff, all this stuff going on. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's just never, never. I think it's. Never, I don't think. Never. I don't think it's going to happen either. But see, see, you take it. See, you take it. Right, they're all sort of isolating and all, all the rest of it. <laughs> and then one day they test, they play. Say for talking, say Tottenham play Man United, right? And Harry Kane plays for Tottenham, and ha- Harry Kane scores a hat trick, right? Tottenham win three nothing. Then they go to play Man City, yeah. and Harry Kane can't play because you get coronavirus. Yeah, how's that going to go? And also, as well as they're saying, like, if you've got a team that's older, like they're trying to play all these games in like ten days. Ah, the older yeah. team, older teams, we know can't handle it. Yeah, because we can't handle it. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> De Bruyne said that as well. You need sort of a three or four weeks. You need like a pre-season to get back up to speed. It's interesting you talk about Harry Kane, Bertie, because all the Spurs guys are out training and posting videos and stuff. Are they? Aye. Aye, two of the players. Well, I think Mourinho was training with one of the guys a few weeks ago and getting into trouble. And then he's got two other, two other guys were out running up and down. But they posted it online and then they took it off because they were right, you know, close to each other. So Spurs are doing sticky stuff. But... De Bruyne said it was it was sort of a pre-season they'd have to have to get back up to the demands of the English Premiership. Aye. So, I, don't never, know, I don't think it's going to happen. I just I would love, I mean, it's going to be weird if Celtic get given the title and then we're in lockdown. I mean, it'd be great if they said, you know, Celtic fans could, you know, go out for that one day and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> part of Aunt Budgie's package you know. <laughs> the media darling <laughs> so with Les Gray on the Sunday we basically just said he's a Hamilton Aki's guy he basically said you've got to get him with your your eyes your eyes wide open and you can't you can't put stuff down and, and everything Aunt Budgie said he's like no we can't you can't do that and you've got to get him to the task force stuff and he's a he I get is a sort of Paddy Bonner said it about 14 times he was just glad he, he took the time to come on the show and <laughs> Paddy had one more question from that set and then Chick Young said you thought really answer my question but the Chick Young question which I thought was really well answered by Les Gray was he said well what you've got is you've, you've got you've got Rangers putting complaints in Rangers have complained they want to sack Doncaster and the lawyer they want to do this and Les is like well but if, if they if they give us evidence then obviously we'll do an investigation 
but once we've we don't have it the evidence and the chick's like but what does that leave you then what does that leave you he's like well it leaves us looking in exactly the same position we're in at the minute well just if you give us evidence we'll look into it for you but we've got top guys that are running companies and when they're top guys I mean independent media and working with different people your your man the top eight is solid now he's just saying but then, like, where does that leave you? Because, I mean, Rangers have made a complaint. You're like, but you just, just give us evidence. But it was a funny thing of Chick, Chick Young was using that leverage of Rangers. And Les Gray's like, but we're a, we're a company, so who cares? Aye. Aye, that's it. It was just, it was kind of nice. Chick's like, where does this leave you? Like, well, who are Rangers in the, the big scheme of things? Ah, uh, the grand scheme of things, I know. They're, they're nobody. No. So... But I think you 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 kind of mentioned it, Paul, earlier. It's like it's like I think Rangers at the minute with all their kind of statements and all their kind of I don't know. I mean, it's a statement every kind of couple of days. It's just trying to stay relevant, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're just trying to stay kind of in the media and in it. I mean, really, why is why is Stevie Gerrard and Gary McAllister and why have they all, why have all of a sudden why have they all got a point of view in this? Well, your man, they're the eh? most. They're the most. They're probably the most. Cl- the, the, the only club in Scotland that's unaffected by what's going on. Yeah. You're, so you're, why are they? Why are they all of a sudden just becoming so vocal about it all? But but the thing is, I, I was looking up Stevie G. Stevie G's got this media presence. Like Stevie G's in the, like the mirror. He's talking about. They had to pick their top, their sex players, their best sex players they've ever played for or played against, their heroes or something. So it's like Russian Barnes. And then Maradona is mentioned. So Maradona te- texts Stevie G something. Stevie G was floored. So in the English media, Stevie G is saying big Stevie G Liverpool stuff. In the Scottish media, Stevie G is saying the exact same as Alan McCoy. They say on Top Sport, which is a bit strange. Exactly. It's, it's pretty much word for stuff. word. And then you've got Gary Mack, who's in his Yorkshire mansion, I suppose. Is that what it is? Who's, aye, who's I think field, it is, aye. Who's fielding calls from his English colleagues fielding calls so I think he's set up a, a first direct the back of his house <laughs> <laughs> to tell them they're all God smacked about what Scottish football have done what what, what? Gary 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 is a 50 year old man 55 year old man and his mates are phoning him up to, to every five minutes to tell him how God smacked are that Scotland made a decision See, see this, see this precise moment. Mm-hmm. Scotland have done nothing. The Premier League have done nothing. Yeah, we've done absolutely nothing. So yeah. why, why is McAllister gobsmacked and Stevie G feels he's got to come out and say this stuff because they've done nothing at the minute. And also, like Gary McAllister, I'm sure played for Scotland many, many times against England, 1996, rings a bell, and yeah. Like so, so why does he care what people in? I mean, sorry, Stephen, what people in England think about? state of our game why is it farcical we've just made a few decisions and moved it along with the English Premiership we've done nothing what aye I know why are they, why are they gobsmacked about it maybe they're gobsmacked I, I just I just don't get it I'd be more gobsmacked that his, his team gave away 12 points in three, three games after the Christmas period but this, <laughs> this, is, this is the thing this is the thing see, see when you actually look at it right yeah. see this see this coronavirus the lockdown thing and all the football stopping Stevie G has actually saved his job. Yeah. It saved Stevie G's job at Rangers because, see the five games previous, he hadn't won a game in five games. 
Oh, they did. They beat Ross County. I think. They, they, I, they beat. Well, they beat. I think they did. They beat Ross County, but they did like four draws, oh, two defeats and two draws, and they beat Ross County. Title one. And then they were going to they were going to play Celtic on the Sunday, mm-hmm. and they had to play Livingston. I, I, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I don't understand why they keep coming out with statements like it, it, Rangers. Just, I think that is the word relevant. They need to keep putting these statements out. They're just statements. But I think, I, I think the statement. I think the, the as I said, I think we spoke about it before. I think Rangers, Rangers end game was pretty obvious. Rangers end game was null and void. Given the given the fact that if they if they say that we're going to start playing games again, they can't. Yeah. Because they don't have a pitch. Yeah. Because they've just went ahead and ripped their pitch up. So if 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 the, the, the league decision is if they if they're so much they're so much they're outraged at this decision, right? Yeah. No problem then, Gary and Stevie G and your man Robertson. Let's start playing the games next week. Yeah, go for it. Oh I, oh well uh, we can't. How no? Well, because we've not got a pitch. Well, there you go. And Morelos and all our Celtic players are in their own countries, so why can't you get them back? Aye, there you go. The the other thing was I noticed was this could take again. You listen to stuff and you keep listening to it, and you start thinking, well, what does it actually mean in real? So they talk about, and then somebody comes in and says, well, actually, they've made a decision, they've moved on, they got their clubs to vote, they're not always going to be hundred. 40 odd clubs in agreement that's what happens so we, they've, they've moved it down they've moved it along but then Tom English and people go back well but, but it's been a PR fiasco and Les Gray's like well we can't really win in that we've got to try to communicate but what does it matter if it to me if it's a PR disaster or Rangers if it's a PR disaster or Hibs who cares uh, it doesn't make any difference the only people are couldn't say it's a fiasco is Stevie G and yeah. Gary Mack that's it and a couple other guys so if they say it's and a fiasco a few... or a crisis then that's what the media put, put out yeah that doesn't mean it's a bad thing so well we'll, we'll just wait and see how the UEFA meeting goes tomorrow then <laughs> it's absolute nonsense isn't it I know uh, yeah so we've got a uh, We've got that Gary McAllister. We've got all these football players now picking their top eleven players I've ever played with and played before. I mean, it's really it's scraping the barrel. It really is. Really Pat Bonner's Pat Bonner was on the other day. Yeah. And I can't I can't remember Packy's team. Packy, well, I think I can. Packy's team was. It didn't. Do you know? Do you know what was really funny? I thought it was really funny. Chick Young, Chick Young actually. Uh, thing we'd Chick Young pulled him up for it. Pat Bonner started off, right? Uh-huh. He started off and he said, yeah, uh, number one, I think I'm going to, I mean, I was going to put myself in there, but I'm not, I'm not actually going to. And Jack Young's, Jack Young's like that. How many other goalkeepers have you played? There's only one goalkeeper. Alan McKnight. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I don't mean that. And he's like, what do you mean then? And he's like, well, I, I, I trained with this guy. <laughs> you ever so played with him, didn't she you? Shea Given. Shea Given, aye. That's who he was going to put in goals, Shea Given. And Chick Young was trying to get in the team as well because Chick played a Celtic pre-season. Aye, Chick, uh, played, uh, uh, Chick uh, trained, didn't he? Chick trained. And he made him sing the Celtic song in the bus. Ah, 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 ah. Brilliant. 
So I think Packy's team was in goals. Was he had to pick himself after that? This bit of disaster. That was a bit of PR disaster. Was it? So it was Packy was himself, and right back was Danny McGrain. Two centre halves was Mick McCarthy. No, it wasn't Mick McCarthy. What do you call him? Paul McGrath and Roy Aiken. And then I think his left back was Dennis Irwin. Okay. And he was going for a 4-3-3. And then his midfield was Paul McStay, uh, Roy Keane and Liam Brady. Yeah, that's pretty good. And his strike force was uh, Tommy Burns Mm. in the left. Who did they have in the right? Again, I can't remember who had in the right. And he had Frank McIverney up front. Did he? Aye, that's who he had. I can't remember who he had on the right-hand side now. I can't remember. But it was that's who it was. It was Frank McIverney up front. Okay. He was going to put Ray Houghton into it as well, but he said, nah, I wasn't going to have Ray. We've got this We've got this chart for the next... Although, thanks for that, Betty, but we've got this chart for the next six, six months. <laughs> <laughs> You maybe just cut that bit out if you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of, I'm missing the football just now. I, do you, you like all the nostalgic stuff? Do you? Yeah, myself. You've been watching a lot of it. I do. I, I do. It's, it's pretty good. I have. I've been watching a lot of this stuff. I think the the game, game, the game was on on Friday night. Last Friday was a five-one Rangers game. Mm-hmm. One Maravchik scored two goals. Uh, Larson scored two. Uh, Mark Burchill, I think, scored the other one. It was a great game. The other thing about, about that game, Richard Gordon said that he said there was a lot of surprise that Mark Burchill wasn't in the starting lineup. Like they were all surprised that Lubo played ahead of Burchill. And you know, when you think about it, you're like, wow, like, I can't believe that that I was know. of a feeling at the time. And the other thing as well in that game, I don't know, maybe I've looked in it too much. Larson, Henrik Larson does not like Mark Burchill. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Like, Burchill should, should have squared the ball to him about twice or three times and never done it. But yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, but Burchill's just a greedy wee sod. I didn't watch the game because anyway, so Stephen phones me up on the Saturday morning. He's like, I got to that game. I was like, what do you mean? And go on and tell the <laughs> story, Stephen. Well, I, I got to the game because Paul, I can't remember what you're doing. Paul had a season ticket and he couldn't go. I think you were going to work or something like that. And I, I went to the game. So I met up with Bertie beforehand. And um, I mean, we probably went for a beer in the town, I think. And then we we went over to McDonald's in the, the Forge. I, I, I mean, it's, it's the most weirdest thing ever. Why we ended up at McDonald's in the Forge? Because I've never been to McDonald's in the Forge before a game in my life. I think Mickey B was going and he was meeting his his mate who worked in McDonald's at the time um, and he was he was trying to stick it off, off him and, and I thought it was idea to catch up with him before the game. So then Aye. we're standing at the forge and there was these these guys are probably the same age but really shifty looking and um, and they had a few beers and you're walking past them and you're thinking, goodness, you know, you're just keeping your wits about you but then Mickey B goes up to them and he's like, ah, uh, how much would you? How much for your carry-out? And, <laughs> and and they started haggling a price, and he and he you know and he transacted um, a deal. 
And the next minute, we've got six cans of beer and <laughs> a few scoops before the, before the uh, a couple of cans before the game. But the, the thing about that was is that I remember getting in and and I actually we're Paul was sitting next to John McGonigal and and I th- I got the wrong seat and I was saying to the guy I was like this is our seat and then John's saying is not you're sort of over here you know because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You had a few sheets to the line, Stephen. Because you did a few cans before. Because you did a few cans before the game. You're always bursting, then, aren't you, Celtic Park? Uh, just uh, bursting. Yeah, it's a bad idea, isn't it? In fairness, I wasn't expecting us to buy a carry out from some <laughs> Glasgow Forge, but uh. but then so he tells the story. Then oh, you never you weren't in that game. Of course, I don't care if I was at the game or not. I don't really. I can't remember that that sort of detail. You bet it does. You do. But the yeah. fact was, then I was like, I was like would, if we were young guys, would we ever sell our carry to anybody? Because usually, to get the carry, you had to go through a few few scams to get your, your uh, cans. You, or you to, to jump through a few hoops to get there, right? Yeah, would you sell your carry for financial gain? I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I would. <laughs> Yeah, phone Dobbin. <laughs> Tell Dobbin to come out. <laughs> Tell the guy that grown a, a few a few years. <laughs> Reach Jerry Chan to come out <laughs> and get you a few beers. Yeah, he's grown himself a goat <laughs> and a bandana. <laughs> so maybe maybe one of these Probably. days I'll get to a Celtic game or Celtic are winning ten nothing against Rangers and I can I can relax, but. Yeah, Lubo's yeah. a special player, isn't he? A lot Lubo seems mm-hmm. to be coming yeah. back in the, the news as well. He's been seeing a few things, and but yeah, he was at bed at like twelve o'clock at night. Know what I mean, halfway <laughs> through the podcast, the microphone goes. Know what I mean, anyways, he wanted to, he wanted to give his his top eleven players he'd ever played with. So me and Ben let him talk for fifteen minutes and got a cup of tea. And uh, Stephen, I'll see you later. Eh? You take care. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Stevie. Well done, guys. Cheers, Paul. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.